At ASDefense.com, we were already selling the best knife brands in the world when law enforcement approached us about making them a knife. And so, the ASD Centurion was born. Centurion is made of tough D2 tool steel, has a full plane edge, and fully serrated spine. It's like having two knives in one. Centurion also has a gut hook, skull crusher, and storage inside the handle. Get your ASD Centurion today at ASDefense.com. That's ASDefense.com. This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595 953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. Boy, there is a there's a lot to discuss. Uh, <laughs> where I mean, honestly, where do we start? Well, I, I guess first of all, the latest that I'm aware of, uh, the mayor elect of Elkhart, Rod Robertson, is going to be in on right about five o'clock. Okay, so we should be having him here for the five o'clock hour. And as long as his schedule is able to keep. Uh, also, we've we've got this this fiasco, if we will, uh, fiasco, absolute fiasco, involving Comey and Schiff and the FBI because now they are finally admitting that they were not truthful. Now, here's the thing: they're not actually telling you that they weren't truthful. They're just telling you that everything they told you was a lie, but they're pretending it was an accident. That's kind of what's going on here. So we have been telling you for how many years now about this issue with the FISA courts? We've had the documented evidence. It's been released. FOIA requests to put it out in the, in the public. We know about the agents and the bias with the agents. We know about all of this. This is not in dispute with anybody who has been paying attention to this case. Not one iota. So when we run into individuals who have not only all of the information that we have, but have more because of their position, James Comey knew about all of these reports and got to read all of these reports and sign off on all of these reports before they were released to the public, even afterwards, because with the inspector general report, remember, he gets to he gets to sign off on that stuff because a lot of it had to do with uh, his time in office. Then you have... Adam Schiff, who's on the Intel Committee, he has way more information than we have. But they're still running around, okay? They're still running around and now pretending we had no idea that all of these mistakes had happened. None of this, none of this makes any sense to us. We are, you know, we're so sorry. We were wrong. So this is actually what came out of this. You actually had James Comey saying, I was wrong about the FBI's process for this FISA warrant. You literally had that. Now, that's an amazing, okay, absolutely amazing admission, especially when you consider that he, up until just a couple of days ago, was running around and telling you that he had been vindicated, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with anything that he did. And that's that's really problematic. But, again... Um, he's now finally admitting. Schiff is also finally admitting, but they're pretending that they didn't know. They didn't know any of this, which nobody believes because we all knew. 
and we have the documented proof, which if they didn't know, and they're not telling, they're not telling a lie there, if they honestly did not know, it is because they chose not to do their jobs and chose not to do any research on this entire issue. That's the thing. So there's no way, no way that anybody believes any of them on this, nor should you. So listen to this. James Comey. I was wrong to defend the FBI's FISA process. You think? Former FBI Director James Comey admitted on Fox News Sunday that he was wrong to defend the agency's procedures relating to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act and a warrant that the agency obtained to spy on Trump campaign. The admission comes after the Inspector General Michael Horowitz released his highly anticipated report about the origins of the Russia probe and the FBI's abuse of the FISA warrant application process. Okay. Yes, that's technically true, but Beth Bauman, who wrote this article over at townhall.com, missed a step. Before the IG report came out, James Comey ran in front of the cameras and basically said that this report vindicated him. He went on there to say, yes, there were some missteps, but they were honest mistakes and you know things like that that happened, but it's extremely rare, and he basically he painted it as he was vindicated once again because, again, Comey can do no wrong, right? You have to understand, he read that report before any of us. He knew what was in the report before it went public. The only time that James Comey, I should say the only reason that James Comey, not time, but the only reason that James Comey is now flipped and said that he was wrong is because right there in the hearing in the United States Senate, Horowitz said, no, this report doesn't vindicate anybody who touched this thing. So with that statement from the the inspector general going out there and basically telling everybody, I don't care what Comey says, he's not vindicated for anything. Everybody who touched this was in the wrong. So now James Comey has obviously had a couple of days of backlash for that, and he's had to deal with it. I was wrong. I was responsible. Yeah, you were. But this wasn't an innocent little mistake, and it certainly wasn't a one-off deal. Anybody who's been listening to this program for at least the past two years already knows this. But I'll get to that in just a second. I was wrong. I was responsible. That's why I'm telling you I was wrong. I was overconfident as director over our procedure. Okay. Now, he's talking to Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace, his entire career has been a good newsman. He is so out of his mind on all of this. He hates Trump that much. He's the only safe place, really, over at Fox for Comey to go. And he went to the safest place. And Chris Wallace didn't do his job. He didn't. Sorry. And it's important that a leader be accountable and transparent. If I were still director, I'd be saying exactly the same thing Chris Ray is saying, which is we are going to get to the bottom of this because the most important question is, is this systemic? Are there problems in other cases? Now, at that point in time, that very moment that he said that, Chris Wallace, if he was doing his job, should have looked at him and said, but this is systemic. The FISA court has been saying that for two years. The FISA court said it was systemic under your leadership in 2017 when we had all of these documents declassified. The FISA court said it was systemic at the FBI. 
Then we find out after you left and after the FBI promised to never do it again, that the FBI has continued to do it thousands of more times, violating the rights of thousands of American citizens using illegal surveillance procedures. Sometimes that is lying to the court. Sometimes that is using inappropriate information to the court. Sometimes that's selling private information or transferring it to third parties who are not permitted. There's a whole host of violations with the FBI going back throughout his entire tenure at the FBI, so much so that the FISA court back in May of 2017 was concerned that they had only uncovered the tip of the iceberg on this. And we just found out a few weeks ago that the FISA court was right. They did only discover the tip of the iceberg because now they've discovered thousands of instances more where the FBI has continued to violate the civil rights with illegal surveillance policies of American citizens. So James Comey's out there saying, well, if I were still director, I'd be telling everybody, we got to get to the bottom of this. This is crazy. I was too confident in what we were doing. I want to remind everybody that not only did James Comey lead the FBI, not only did James Comey sign off on thousands of examples of surveillance abuse of American citizens, or he was completely absent in his position and somebody else was doing it. He not only did those things, but he also had whistleblowers come to him in case he didn't know and tell him it was going on. And do you know what James Comey did? He ignored them. James Comey ignored them, and one of them sued him for ignoring their whistleblowing on illegal surveillance policies at the FBI and FISA abuse. So he actually... Not only was he responsible for all of this, but even if he wasn't, even if you want to believe James Comey's just an innocent guy, all of these other people were doing it. Even if you want to believe that, somebody went into his office and specifically told him that this was going on. He did nothing. He covered it up, and then that person filed a lawsuit. If Chris Wallace were doing his job, Chris Wallace would have had him right there, but he chose not to. Or he didn't know, because Chris Wallace hasn't done his research. I don't know. But this is a big enough story that everybody should have known that this happened in 2017, and everybody should have known that it continued just a few weeks ago. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Got to tell you about Bruno's Probaco. So we love this place. The family and I go there regularly. It's it's about once or twice a week. We're almost always there. Uh, I know that I do my endorsements for like once every two weeks, but seriously, we go there on a regular basis. Um, we go there when we're going to have some adult beverages. We go there when we're bringing the kids and we're having some wood-fired pizza. We go there all the time. Place is phenomenal. Go online, brunosprovaco.com. Make your reservations. They're closed today. Make your reservations. Get catering. Learn more about them. Take a look at their their menu. It's a phenomenal menu. And when I'm out there, by all means, come up and say hello when you're there. Go to brunosprovaco.com, brunosprovaco on County Road 16 in Elkhart. All right, 574-2595-953. That's 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. James Comey is pretending that he's super sorry about all of the FISA abuse, which he denied just a couple of days ago after he read the report, which he read before it was made public anyway. 
Um, and he has said, I was wrong about the process. And if I were still director of the FBI, I would be saying the same things. And I'd be saying, we have to dig into the, the, the depths of, of the agency. We have to make sure that this isn't a systemic problem. But we know it's a systemic problem. And we know that it has been for many years under James Comey's leadership because the FISA court said so. And we have the declassified documents to prove it. But I'll get to that here in just a couple of seconds. I know I've told you about it before, but since nobody else in the country has told you about it, I have to feel like I'm just the only person to give you the information. So I'm going to. So that's what we're going to do in just a couple of minutes. But first to the phones, we have Derek. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hello? Yeah, what's up? You still there? Yeah, I got you. Hey, I can't hear you very well. Um, commenting about uh, Chris Wallace. Uh, I, Chris Wallace has always been that way, especially ever since he had an interview with uh, President Trump. And yeah. President Trump basically told Chris Wallace that he wasn't his father. And ever, and ever since that happened, they have not had a real good uh, relationship. He, he never had a report on that after that. Well, I mean, it's it's obvious that Chris Wallace doesn't like Trump. Okay, that's, I mean, that's, you know, okay, that that is what it is. But, you know, this is, you shouldn't be protecting somebody who used their position at the head of the premier law enforcement agency in the world to abuse it. You shouldn't be protecting that person simply because you don't like the person he targeted. And that's yeah. that's the problem because there's, there's thousands of other Americans have been swept up in this that Chris Wallace isn't thinking about. Or maybe he doesn't know because he's not bothering to put the work in. I don't know. But he had James Comey dead to rights there with that quote that I just read for everybody, and he could have nailed him to the wall, but he didn't. Yep. Um, I was caught myself watching it, and I had myself ask him questions before Chris Wallace asked him questions. Yeah. <laughs> and what's so sad is that Chris Wallace's interview with, with Comey actually has been one of his better interviews, which is pretty sad. Yeah, that's that's that is sad. All right, hey, I appreciate the information, man. You take care. All right, All right. thank you. So, look, here, here's let me let me give you some examples of what was in the documents that were released in May of 2017. Okay, for instance, a ruling declassified this month by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court chronicles nearly 10 pages listing hundreds of violations of the FBI's privacy protecting minimization rules that occurred on Comey's watch. The behavior the FBI admitted admitted to a FISA judge last month ranged from illegally sharing raw intelligence with unauthorized third parties to accessing intercepted attorney-client privileged communications without proper oversight the Bureau promised was in place years ago. The court is nonetheless concerned. This is a quote from the court. The court is nonetheless concerned about the FBI's apparent disregard of minimization rules and whether the FBI is engaging in similar disclosures of raw Section 702 information that have been reported. Now, that is an April 2017 ruling. Okay. April 2017. Now, again, um, we started learning about a lot of this in May. But it happened prior to that. So these documents were released. And the fact that Chris Wallace either didn't know that or did know it and chose not to bring it up, I, there's no excuse. It has absolutely been a systemic problem at the FBI. James Comey knew it was a systemic problem because I have to remind everybody about this as well. Back in, what date was this? June 7th, 2017. A former intelligence contractor is suing former FBI director James Comey for hiding all of the illegal spying on Americans that he was warned about. 
then I continue. I told you, remember the FISA court ruling? This former intelligence contractor corroborates exactly what the FISA court confirmed. James Comey and the FBI did, only on a much larger scale. They did violate the rights of, of citizens. Now, obviously, I've got the podcast up there and the YouTube videos of that segment. But this is this is somebody who is out there saying, hey, look, um, I told James Comey that this was happening just in case he didn't know. And he knew. And he hit it, and he didn't do anything about it, which means he supports it, probably is the the orchestrator of the policy, and therefore this guy sued him as a result of it. Because what James Comey was doing was illegal. It is a systemic problem at the FBI. We had hoped that it stopped after the April ruling and the, the then acting director, Pinky swore that the FBI would never do it. The problem is that a few weeks ago, we found out that they've continued to do it thousands of times. And that's a that's a real issue. So you can't really blame anybody if they look at the FBI and they go, I, I don't really trust them. Because they keep breaking the rules. Then they got caught. They promised to never do it again. And they did the same thing under new leadership. Anyway, to the phone lines we go. Mike, welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, the first thing I'd like to say uh, real quickly is I, uh, um, back in when I was in the Navy, I worked at NSA, uh, which is at Fort Meade in Laurel, Maryland. And I, 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 I worked uh, in doing things I can't even talk to you about. But uh, a lot of that stuff, there's a lot of infighting in politics. And some of it, I, I got to see close up bureaucracies fighting one another at NSA, and I'm just telling you that politics is politics, and all this hubbub about President Trump is is because they don't like him and they and and they wish he'd have lost. Well, too bad for that because he's going to win again, and they're just the whole thing is trying to dirty his name any way they can. Uh, to make it harder for him to win. But you know what? It's solidifying his base and actually growing it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's when you look at the polling numbers right now, and again, it's, there's still a year to go, obviously. When you look at the polling numbers right now, this has done nothing but help him. It hasn't hurt Trump at all. It's helped him. Uh, without I know. So. And, and so they're slitting their own throat. And uh, um, I'm, I'm just saying uh, more power to President Trump. He is our president and I support him. And and I, um, he deserves our respect as president. And a lot of people uh, that don't like him, they don't respect him. Well, he is, in effect, a personage who who, who is the United States. He is our representative. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if, you, if you throw dirt on him, you're throwing dirt on your own country. Sure. Sure. All right, Mike, appreciate it. Thank you much. And it's, you know, just real quick, because Adam Schiff is now saying the same thing. He reacted to the Inspector General Horowitz's report. Uh, he said that he had known two, if he had known two years ago that the FBI was abusing the FISA, the FISA Act, that he would have called them out. If he had known two years ago that there was FISA abuses, he would have called them out. He did know. You know how I know? Because we knew. And he has access to classified information. We know that he knew it, and he ignored it. He's 100% lying, too. Now, here's the thing. Two things before we, we end this topic and move on. One, why all of a sudden are these two changing their opinions when just a couple of days ago, even after the report came out, they were viscerally defending 
their actions and their accusations against President Trump and the whole process with FISA, why, they were viscerally defending it after the report came out just a few days ago. Now, all of a sudden, both of them are going, hey, look, it's clear that they abused the FISA system. That only happened after Horowitz testified. When the report came out, they both defended themselves and their conduct. After Horowitz testified, all of a sudden, they've changed their tune. Why do you think that is? Could it be that, I read an article, could it be that James Comey is trying to get ahead of a possible criminal defense? Maybe. Because we have documents that the FBI routinely did this under James Comey, that he was well aware of it, and that he covered it up, and he was sued as a result. So it would be very difficult for James Comey to say, I didn't know. The other thing is, all of these people who put their faith in Adam Schiff and James Comey for all of these years, and I realize that they're tribalists and they're not going to change their mind now, but all for, for all of those undecideds out there that have been watching this, all of a sudden now they have the two champions against Trump admitting that they were wrong and that the FISA courts were abused and Trump was wrongly targeted. That's all they saw. All the people who were on the fence and had no idea where they were going to go on this, they just saw the two primary combatants going after Trump admit that they were wrong and that there was FISA abuse. After all of these years of denying it, one of those people was responsible for heading up the process for which the abuse occurred. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. You can also send a text message to 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that message. So I do have my annual Please Stand By Christmas Lights cover up on the Facebook page, and that is because I will be going on vacation this week. So my vacation officially starts Thursday. However, I only get one day off, and then I come back Friday, and I do pass the mic at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. And I hope that you will join me because it is the final pass the mic of the year. And it's going to be a blast. I wonder what I'm going to talk about, Joe. Just uh, There's like one or two things that come to mind, yeah, but really not that much. So anyway, that is going to be this Friday, noon, Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill in Mishawaka. Again, they're on McKinley and Division. They've got the best menu this side of the border wall. And of course, I will be there. I'll have some free prizes. And they've got the special MNC menu, all of that stuff. But the final pass, the mic of 2019, this Friday at noon at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill with yours truly. I'm coming back from vacation just to do this for you. They asked me if I would be willing to do it, and I said yes. Okay? Yes, because I love you all that much. So I'm coming back from vacation. I get one day off, and I get to come back, and I'm doing it just for you. Okay? So I hope you'll show up. Uh, we also have a post on Facebook at facebook.com slash Casey the host. Elkhart Mayor-elect Robertson is going to be in the in the, the studio today about 5 o'clock. You can post any questions that you would like to ask him right there on that thread. It's pinned to the top of my Facebook page at facebook.com slash Casey the host. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Humans have a maximum natural lifespan of only 38 years, according to researchers. You buy that without everything else. Natural lifespan of only 38 years. 
Joe, Joe can't make up his mind. He's not quite sure. Um, anyway, they've discovered a way to estimate how long a species lives based on its DNA. Scientists in Australia's National Science Agency have developed a genetic clock. Uh, it's a computer model that they claim can accurately estimate how long different vertebrates are likely to survive, including both living and extinct species. So far, this doesn't seem very accurate, but I digress. Using the human genome, the researchers found that the maximum natural lifespan of humans is 38 years, which matches anthropological estimates of lifespan in early modern humans. Uh, they found Neanderthals and uh, Denis Denisovans had a maximum lifespan of 37.8 years, similar to modern humans living around the same time. The reason the life expectancy of modern humans is more than double that length is now is down to advances in living standards in modern medicine, according to the researchers. So basically, they're just saying if you take away everything that makes us human, we'll only live 38 years on average. But, but if you factor in all of the stuff that makes us unique and amazing, and as far as we know, the only intelligent life in the entire known universe, then um, then I guess it 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 doesn't doesn't matter. I don't know. It doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. It's it's kind of like saying if everybody lived in disease-riddled areas, they're likely to get a disease. Yeah, probably, but good thing that we have the smarts to, to get around that. So go figure. Uh, that's It is what it is. We we Not you and I, because this is in Australia, but somebody paid them a lot of money to come up with this. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. But I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. Tracy on the live stream did say, yo, it's not your last past the mic of 2019. It's your last one of the decade. And I didn't think about it that way. She's 100% right. It is the last past the mic of the decade this Friday. So, And I'm coming back from vacation just for you. So I hope you'll show up. All right. 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. The live stream, which we are live streaming. Go to youtube.com slash Casey the host or twitch.tv slash Casey the host. And you can watch the live stream. Uh, so people were pointing out that the the Michigan representative um that they were kind of asking some questions. Was she really gonna be doing the um the issue with uh, with voting for impeachment and everything else. And yes, she is. And she she did, in fact, um, what it was. I always forget her name. I just had it. And then I forgot it. And sorry. Wait, she's from anyway. She's from Michigan. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, but anyway, so she is voting for impeachment. She flipped the Republican district blue. And so the Republican district is really upset with her. What did you expect? <laughs> what you you have to understand what's happening you know we had somebody talk about this on friday where they they called on on friday and they go why are republicans surprised that this is what the democrats are doing they told us they were going to do this and i know that there were some who ran for office who said oh no i won't do that at all and you have to understand something freshman members of congress have no power to do anything they have to do whatever they're told to do this is, this is one of the things I do like about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She doesn't do what anybody wants her to do. She just kind of does what she wants. But she's the rarity. 
And she's going to pay a political price most likely for it. Uh, with that said, you know, we'll we'll see. But generally speaking, you get there, especially if you you have you're in a, a district that is the opposite of you. Like she's in a, a red district. She flipped it blue. You know, she's she's dealing with a red district who is outraged. She wants to impeach the president. She did. She wrote an op ed in the Detroit Free Press. She says, absolutely, I'm going to support impeachment. She tried to explain it at a town hall. She gets shouted down. People are very mad at her. And you can't really blame them. You can't blame them for being mad at her. But at the same time, the voters made their choice, right? So you have to understand that this is tribalist, and they are going to immediately fall in line, do what they're doing. Now, with that said, there's a couple of other interesting developments. In fact, I just saw that uh, somebody just mentioned that Cenk Yeager, Yeager, however you say his last name, the guy from uh, the Young Turks, who announced that he was going to run for that lady who got caught with the nude photos with her aide cheating on her husband, then cheated on her her husband and her girlfriend with the new guy. And she actually violated rules of Congress by doing that. Uh, that she stepped down and then Cenk is going to run for her district. Well, Cenk has been accused of sexual impropriety in the past. Cenk has had David Duke on the show. Cenk has mentioned legalizing bestiality, all sorts of stuff. Bernie Sanders pulled his endorsement of Cenk, so that's happening. But then you have a Democrat who's going to flip Republican. New Jersey freshman Democrat Jeff Van Drew, his election was in a GOP-held district as well. So you've got two, we're now talking about two Democrats who got elected in Republican districts, one in Michigan and one in New Jersey. The one in Michigan says she's still going to go forward with impeachment, and her district is furious with her. In New Jersey, he now says he's going to change parties. And guess what? He's changing parties over impeachment. Interesting. Now, it'll be cer- certainly fun to watch his his policy positions with the Republican Party kind of clash going forward, but it'll still be interesting. Uh, let's see. New Jersey Representative Jeff Van Drew, whose election to a GOP-held district last fall helped Democrats flip the House, plans to switch parties after meeting with President Donald Trump at the White House on Friday. The members of his party were already wishing him good riddance. This party switch is cynical and desperate, and I am confident that a Democrat who shares the values and priorities of our Democratic Party will hold this seat, said New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. Okie dokie. Uh, Van Drew also had already announced uh, that he planned to vote against the two articles of impeachment against the president because they're crap. Uh, Van Drew was one of only two Democrats, both members of more conservative Blue Dog Coalition, who voted against an impeachment resolution in the House in October. His vote had sparked chatter about primarying against him, but Van Drew had repeatedly said that he wasn't concerned. His campaign conducted a poll December 7th through the 10th that showed a majority of likely Democratic voters in the 2nd District in South Jersey preferred, quote, another Democratic win, um, another Democrat win the nomination, according to a partial polling memo obtained uh, by roll call. More than 70 percent of likely Democratic voters said that they'd be less likely to vote for Van Drew if he voted against impeachment. That's how crazy they are. It's his position is is pretty clear. You know, and like I said, flipping parties, it'll be interesting to see with his with his other policy positions, how that works out. But at the same time, if He's looking at this. He's going, there's no legal reason to impeach here. None. None whatsoever. There's there's no impeachable offense. So I'm going to vote against it. He's he's actually making the right legal call and the right call for the country. 
but nobody cares. They just want Trump out of office because Orange Man bad and all that other stuff, right? Uh, instead of actually just trying to win in an election, they just want to go ahead and toss everybody out. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. So we've got again two stories with Democrats who flipped Republican districts, and and you also need to point out too that this is a Republican district. So yes, they can pull the Democrats, and the Democrats may want to get somebody else in there if he doesn't vote for impeachment, and it's still a Republican majority district where the GOP has held that district, and it just flipped a Democrat. So. He may be in a good position to stick it out with reelection if the Republicans show up and support the guy, which hopefully they they would do. Um, but who knows? Uh, we'll have to see. Five seven four twenty five ninety five ninety five three. That is two five nine five nine five three. It is the twelve days of Christmas on ninety five three MNC. Twelve days of great prizes that you can sign up for a chance to win. You can go to ninety five three MNC dot com or you can text days right now. To 45364, you have a chance to win prizes uh, from Impress Jewelry Creations, Belcher's Guns and Gunsmithing, and C. Kramer Interiors, as well as many, many more prizes available. Go to 953MNC.com to see those prizes. Register to win all of them or just the ones that you want, or you can text the word DAYS right now to 45364 and do it all on your mobile phone. You can also watch the live stream at YouTube or Twitch at Casey the Host. We've got questions for Rod Robertson on the Facebook page at Casey the Host. And follow my brand new verified Twitter at RealCaseyH. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC.